0: Celebrity, let your weary mind be free, and someone kind of famous who you can't see. It's time for Sleeping with celebrity.
1: Hello, sleepyheads, and welcome to Sleeping with Celebrities. I'm John Moe. I'm glad you're here. On this audio program, we invite our guests to step out of the limelight and step into the nightlight. On this show, for one bedtime, we don't want them to bring their A-game, but rather their Z-game, or their Z-Z-Z-Z-game. It's a podcast where you can sleep, you can simply relax, you can take a break from stress and intensity. Just ahead, we'll be sleeping with Joe Firestone. She's going to talk with me about her top ten favorite candies. But before all that, I invite you to settle in and get comfortable while I tell you about another show here on the Maximum Fun Network. Oh, sleepyheads. May I tell you about another podcast here on the Maximum Fun Network? Schmanners. It is a show about extraordinary etiquette for everyday occasions. Travis and Teresa McElroy talk about manners you didn't know to ask about and the historical role models you never heard of. They cover everything from tea parties to George Washington Carver the history of absinthe, and so much more. Check them out for your historical etiquette needs. Manners? Oh, no. schmanners, On Maximum Fun, or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, to introduce my guest. Jo Firestone is an actress, writer, and writer comedian, podcaster, and author. She has appeared on shows like Joe Pera Talks With You and Shrill and The Tonight Show, as well as the hit podcast Dr. Game Show that she co-hosts with Manolo Moreno here on the Maximum Fun Network. Beyond being talented in many different areas, Joe is also a delightful human being. If you doubt me now, I assure you that you will come around by the end of this episode. Joe Firestone, welcome to Sleeping with Celebrities.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me. You know, uh, uh, so, yeah, we, it's kind of. Is it possible that this will be kind of too exciting? If it gets too exciting, will you cut it? Or how are you going to deal with that?
1: If it gets too exciting, it, you're talking about the intonation of your voice. If if you get too excitable, we might ask you to calm down a little bit.
0: Okay. Well, okay. you know, I really don't respond well to authority, but I'll do my best. Okay. I'll, I'll do my best.
1: How about we, if it gets too excitable, we'll invite you to have the opportunity to <laughs> <Okay>. be quieter. <laughs> um Okay. Joe Firestone, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you for having me at the program.
1: You know, we like to start our bedtime conversations with a question or two about sleep itself. Joe Firestone, what's the best night of sleep you've ever had?
0: Uh, Well, I guess it's like, I don't remember individual nights of sleep, but I would say one where you know, you, okay, you start off with a, uh, so let me read a little bit of this book, chapter book. Mm, sure. And then you start you start to read it. You say, I'm not getting any, none of this is getting in. Better close it. And then at that mm. moment, you go right to sleep. Okay? Ah, and nice. then, and then let's say that's, I don't know, 8 p.m. Then um, you wake up re- natural. Let's go ahead and say, I don't know. 10 a.m mm-hmm. full night sleep mm-hmm nice, nice the end all your ailments cured
1: Do you sleep in the same position every night?
0: Uh, I you know I I don't think so, but I do think my um, my teeth do the same thing every night. I know that for sure for sure I wake up jaw sore said so I know what happened last night.
1: What happened grinding,
0: last night? Grinding. Grinding.
1: Oh. How long has that been going mm-hmm.
0: on? I don't know. My, I don't even have teeth back there anymore. They're just Lubs. little fragments. Yeah.
1: Little that, corn kernels. They kind kernels. of look like.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, almost like little corn kernels. Kind of like, um, yeah, kind of like orzo.
1: Okay. <laughs> Do you have a mouth guard that you use?
0: I stopped using that mouth guard. They're for nerds.
1: Oh, no. Poor Joe Firestone's teeth. Do you ever have <sighs> the experience when you're reading a book before bed that the words start to sort of drip off the page, like the page can no longer handle the gravity of the words, and they start to fall off?
0: No, but that sounds really cool. That happens to you?
1: It happens to me because my sister told me about it when she was about eight years old and I was about six years old. She said, when you read before bed, you have to read until the words start to fall off the page, and then you're ready for sleep. And it's worked for me ever since, but I don't know if that's because it's a common psychological optical uh, phenomena or I just admired my sister and wanted to do what she told me to do.
0: Hmm. Well, I'm, you know, I never talked to anybody ever before about reading before bed, so I don't know how common this is. You, mm. Have you ever experienced anyone else that's done this outside of your sister?
1: I've never talked about it with anybody else until I'm talking with you, Joe Firestone, about it now.
0: Hmm. Well, mm. we should probably involve some other people, maybe call somebody, but yeah. it does seem like, I'm curious, I'm sure it is common. It, it must be common, right?
1: We need to expand our circle of knowledge, I think, before we can pass judgment, but for sure. But let's say it's common. Let's go with that.
0: Uh huh.
1: Okay. Well, we're not <laughs> here to talk about words dripping off pages or orzo teeth. We're here to talk about uh, something much, much sweeter than that, and and that is candy. Mm-hmm. Tell me, Joe, about about your relationship with candy.
0: I love candy. I think it's delicious. But I would say that every time I tell people my favorite candies, they get upset. They get oh. repulsed. And I don't know what's going on. Where I, obviously, this candy is popular. It's still on the market but people seem to really not respond well to my choices. So I wanted to go through them and see kind of what, I guess to kind of ultimately to say, oh, look, all these people agree, but perhaps it's not going to be the case.
1: You're going to take a stand and you're going to give us a a top 10 candy according to you.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But I think I... I can't imagine that I'm going to make a lot of enemies. I feel like maybe that's just the social circles I'm around. Sure. But I feel like I.
1: It might be a kind of like clickbait situation. People, people might be looking at something to get kind of worked up about. But uh, but I think if they keep in mind that it's, it's just candy and it's, it's there to be sweet and delightful, then that can help soothe them, I think.
0: Yeah, I I hope so. Sweet dreams and all.
1: Sure, sure. Putting the sweet part in the sweet dreams.
0: That's exactly right.
1: Right. You you all all should
0: thank me already.
1: Yeah, thank thank Joe Firestone and her Orzo teeth for bringing you Mm -hmm. these top ten candies. Um, Well, let's start with number ten, then, shall we?
0: Okay, number ten, caramel creams.
1: Caramel creams. Is this available in regular candy stores? What is a caramel cream?
0: It's an amazing candy. It's a ring of kind of, I would say, hard caramel. Not toffee, just hard, almost like it had been dried out. Caramel, Mm. a ring of it, around a tube of icing.
1: Oh. How is the icing held in place?
0: Don't know. Just in the middle.
1: It's ha- like a
0: bullseye.
1: Is it like a Werthers original?
0: Mm mm, soft. Soft, soft.
1: Oh, soft. Okay. Okay, so the caramel cream. And how how far back do you go with the caramel cream?
0: These things have been around I'd say since I don't know, I'd have to guess 1702. Right? These are <laughs> old candies.
1: These are these grandma candies?
0: I would say they go p- back beyond grandma. Grandma great. had them. <laughs> right. Grandma's grandma. Great,
1: great, great grandma candies. The caramel cream. Okay. Do they these go? They last for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. The classics never go out of style.
0: That's what this. Blue jeans,
1: loafers. <laughs> right. Right. Okay, so that's that's number ten. Shall we move on to number nine, or do we have more to say about caramel cream?
0: No, I feel good about
1: it. Okay, all right. So the caramel cream is number 10. Hold on. I'm going to get a piece of paper and I'm going to write down these these top 10. I'm using a uh, a Sharpie fine point permanent marker. And I'm going to start with 10 here. I'm just going to tell everybody in case they wanted in case in case you're in bed and you're worried that you might lose track of these. Don't worry. Joe's got a list. I've got a list. We're keeping track of this there'll be a list available on our show page and um, and we can make that happen caramel is it cream c r e a m or c r e m e
0: a m as in good morning it's time for a caramel cream
1: am it's time for your morning candies yes mm-hmm. All right. So that's number 10. What's number nine? Mm-hmm.
0: Number nine is something you might know as Almond Joy.
1: Almond Joy. For when you feel like a nut.
0: Almond Joy is awesome because they know you don't want more than two almonds.
1: Hmm. Okay, is is Mounds going to appear later on this list, or are you strictly an Almond Joy person?
0: Mounds is nowhere to be found. Okay. Almond Joy. Almond Joy. That it just I love that they gave you only two almonds. I think that's so good. It is perfect shape, perfect texture. Two almonds. Serving size two. Almonds.
1: It's like the two scoops of raisins in Raisin Bran, but it's even more specific.
0: Can you imagine for the whole year almond joy must need just like a one bag of almonds?
1: <laughs> it's it's really about the number of almonds. How do you feel about the coconut?
0: I think the coconut's great. It's a perfect bed. You know that you know it's like you know, bed pillow blanket. Sure. You know where it's like you get you one of them is the bed, one of them is the pillow, one of them is a the blanket. Almond Joy fits into this perfectly. What's the mm. bed? Coconut. What's the pillow? Almond. What's the blanket? Chocolate coating.
1: Okay, it's like a, it's like you've got two little beds there. It's like you've got twin beds, um, mm. that are twins all set for up for Twins
0: twins.
1: Right. Yes. Ma-
0: Who wants to spend the night? I got Almond Joy.
1: I cut Almond Joy just for the two of us. Do you think that Almond Joy, if we haven't really pursued this before, but if we were to come up with an official candy bar of Sleeping With Celebrities, do you think Almond Joy would be a good choice?
0: I think that would be the only choice.
1: Only choice. Joe Firestone, I'm going to call it right here. Almond Joy is the official candy bar of Sleeping With Celebrities. And that's not... That's not a money-making thing. That's not a marketing thing. We receive no recompense from the Almond Joy uh, Corporation. It, I mean, if they were to send a box to the show and a, and a box to you, I don't think we'd, we'd turn around and send the box back. But uh, we're doing this out of, out of just the good fit that it is.
0: No, recomp- recomp- no recompense for the Almond Joy.
1: <laughs> no recompense for the Almond Joy is a sentence I've never said before, but I believe today. Al- <laughs> almond, jo- almond Joy coming in at number nine. Caramel, to recap, ladies and gentlemen, sleepyheads. Caramel Cream at number ten. Almond Joy at number nine. Which brings us, I believe, to number eight.
0: This one, no one's gonna argue with me. Reese's Pieces.
1: The pieces. Why did it make the list?
0: It's, you know, there's a lot of rumors about it. A lot of people say, "Oh, there's chocolate there." There's no chocolate. There's no chocolate there. It's just simple.
1: They Peanut say, butter. What and if coating. a Skittle?
0: Just say it's a. It's a, take out the take out the craziness of the Skittle. Make a peanut butter.
1: It calms the skittle down. It's a more, it's yeah. more of a sedative combined with uh, the candy coating.
0: M and M's, M M's trying every everything on the planet, sticking everything in there. Everything they say, M M&M and M staples. They say M M&M, M, yeah, M M&M and M rice. You know, they're putting anything in there. Okay,
1: right. yeah, M and M with marzipan.
0: You Say just stop! Just stop it and look at your brother over here. What's he doing? Peanut butter, plain peanut butter.
1: Do you think crunchy peanut butter would make a good Reese's piece?
0: People would be. they would be dead. There would be deaths on their hands. It's too. It's too much. It would yeah. knock people out.
1: You you mentioned that you're not going to get any argument with Reese's pieces and. I would certainly sign off on that sentiment as would ET the extraterrestrial. But do you think you think things would get heated over the caramel creams or the almond joy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. If I think if I went outside right now in New York City, I said caramel creams are the best. I get punched in the face.
1: Yeah. Yeah. New York is only in New York. It's the city that never sleeps.
0: Yeah, so, uh, I wonder how many listeners candy. she got. I really <laughs> wonder how many listeners she got in New York.
1: I think it parts of New York might be the the city that wants to try to sleep but yet cannot. So maybe we have a few. Hmm. Do you know? Do you know you the know. the comedian Gary Gullman lives in the Harlem neighborhood of of Manhattan and took us on a walking yeah. tour of of uh, of his neighborhood. I think he sleeps but maybe in maybe yes. further down in manhattan they never sleep.
0: He maybe, he's on tour, so you know it's hard maybe he sleeps at other places.
1: Right, he might he might store up his sleeps in other in other places. Um, do you think that there's anything that is not currently placed in the middle of an M&M that ought to be? Yes. What's that?
0: The answer's kind of looking at us right in the face. You know, is,
1: is it a Reese's piece?
0: No, that would be insane. Okay.
1: I'm not what I'm not seeing it even though it's looking at me in the face. What is it?
0: What we are all hoping for is a little marshmallow. <laughs> yes.
1: Okay, is it the soft Make a S'more's marshmallow, or is it the marshmallow like in Lucky Charms where there's some rigidity to it? It's the soft one. The soft one. Oh, like a peep. Like a marshmallow peep mm-hmm. with yeah. a hard candy coating. Mm-hmm. Mm. Where I on didn't your. know it that it
0: would be successful.
1: Where yeah. would the marshmallow. Marshmallow M M&M and M be on your list if it existed in the universe we live in. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, not not quite edging out the caramel cream yet.
0: Mm mm. Nothing can stay. It's got permanent. It's got rent control. <laughs> stay put.
1: Are we saying caramel cream or caramel cream?
0: Uh you could say whatever you want.
1: Okay. But okay. I
0: don't know how to say it any other way than caramel cream.
1: Caramel cream. Okay. Well, it's it's your list and so we're going to revert to your manual of style for caramel cream, which is at number 10 okay. on the list of Joe Firestone candies. Almond Joy at number 9. Reese's Pieces, aka the pieces, at number 8, which brings us to number 7.
0: Number 7? Charleston Chew,
1: the Charleston Chew. Now this is an odd one. Tell me about the Charleston Chew.
0: It's an incredible consistency, and the yes. chocolate on a Charleston Chew is unlike any chocolate you'll ever taste.
1: Hmm. Tell me about it.
0: It's waxy. It's flaky. It's everything you wouldn't want in a chocolate. And yet, it's perfect.
1: Mm.
0: Basically, Charles and Chu, basically what they've done is they've taken Starburst technology, made it as long as possible, said, so let's flavor this vanilla. Let's coat it in a coating. Mm. And let's package it up to be the world's longest candy bar. Because we know that just candy bar size is not going to be long enough for the those who crave it. Mm. Also comes in chocolate and strawberry. Wow.
1: And the the idea is that you're going to be working on this thing for a while. It's not a Hershey bar where you take a few bites and it's gone. This is this is a project. This is a hobby of a, a candy bar.
0: It's awesome. You're done with that thing. Your hands are wet. Your the wrapper's wet. Everything's wet. you you got to need a paper towel. Okay.
1: Okay. Which do you prefer of the Charleston Shoe flavors?
0: It's hard to say. I can't go wrong with vanilla, but they're all I'd say all of them, I would not say no to them. But I don't, it's kind of hard to get some of those other flavors. Sometimes it's really, you've you got to work hard to find those suckers.
1: Do you recall A candy bar called the Marathon Bar?
0: No. What is it?
1: Sleepyheads, I wish to tell you about another podcast here on the Maximum Fun Network, where we have the maximum amount of fun. The Greatest Generation is a comedy show where the hosts, Ben and Adam, review Star Trek. They started with The Next Generation, have completed Deep Space Nine, and are now reviewing Voyager. It's more than just a recap podcast. They have a cast of funny characters and running gags. They identify the silliest characters in each episode, and they bust one another's chops all while celebrating their favorite television franchise. The hosts have both worked in film production, so they bring a strong cinema studies and technical knowledge vibe to the proceedings. So you might learn about split diopters in one moment and laugh at an astonishingly vulgar joke about an alien's butt in the next. The greatest generation on maximum fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you recall a candy bar called the Marathon Bar?
0: No. What is it?
1: It's. It was a long. Uh, the whole point of it was that it was long, and I believe it was. It came in a kind of uh, braided. Uh, form. I'm I'm pulling it up now.
0: Braided. Uh,
1: it was braided. It it was. Uh, now now it's telling me that it's similar to a something called the curly whirly.
0: Curly whirly.
1: Curly whirly. So so picture, like two parallel lines, and then a a sort of zigzag going between them. So it's not it's not braided. But it's a zigzag going in between the two lines. And that's the um it's caramel covered with milk chocolate, the marathon bar, also known as the curly Sounds whirly. Awesome. Yeah. And the whole point of it, they called it a marathon because it was it was long. And it was long because because of the zigzagging there were large gaps in the middle of it. And and so wow. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't have the it didn't have the consistency of the uh of the Charleston shoe. And I, I think I think the Charleston Chew still takes longer to um to to eat. Um the the Tootsie Company says that uh it was launched the Charleston Chew was launched in nineteen twenty two.
0: Well, it's like Got that flapper energy?
1: Yeah, yes. Happy, happy hundredth anniversary, Charleston Chew.
0: Wow! Last year. Oh, I wonder what they did to celebrate.
1: I bet they tried to keep eating the one candy bar that they've been working on for a hundred years to try to actually get to the end of it because it is that no need chewy. To.
0: It's just, it's just, it's just perfect. It's perfect consistency, perfect taste. All right,
1: the Charleston Chew. Number 10, Caramel Cream. Number 9, Almond Joy. Number 8, Reese's Pieces. Number 7, Charleston Chew. Number 6 is what?
0: Jolly Rancher Chews.
1: Jolly Rancher Chews. Tell me about them.
0: Jolly Rancher Chews, basically, you become some kind of superhuman force. Because basically, there's the same flavors as Jolly Rancher's. Which are impossible to chew, right? With especially with those of us who with little teeth. Uh-huh. But we with a Jolly Rancher chew, not only can you chew it, but you can chew it a lot. So you think, What kind of power do I have? I'm chewing Jolly Rancher. Right. And
1: <laughs> this is impossible. It's awesome. This has never happened before.
0: It's awesome. The flavors are awesome. The texture is awesome. The shape is rectangle. It is awesome. It also comes in a box. A box? Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, what, what flavors are available and what flavors are your favorites?
0: Watermelon, strawberry, cherry, blue, green apple.
1: Wait, there's, there's a flavor just called blue?
0: I'm afraid I don't know what the flavor is. Okay.
1: But the color is blue. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go for blue raspberry.
0: It's hard to know what they were really going for. It does taste blue to me, but that's obviously subjective.
1: Is So is the appeal of the Jolly Rancher chew that it gives you what a Jolly Rancher does, but then you have this transcendent experience where you're somehow chewing it?
0: Yeah. All right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You know, you know what? You know what? And you haven't weighed in, okay? Uh, you've probably tasted at least two of these, and you've not said anything. You try to be arbitrary, but I am curious if these are so, also are your top 10 or what's going on. Well, I
1: haven't taken the time to accumulate a top 10 of my own, and I don't know what's on the remaining five for you, so I can't say for sure. Um, but I wonder if my choices are, are a little more pedestrian you know, the the Kit Kat. Um, I, mm. I, I will favor the Snickers over mm. the Milky Way or the Three Musketeers because I feel like uh, if you're, it, it's the same candy bar, but, but with more or less on it. Like there's the base Three Musketeers and then you add caramel to it and you get a Milky Way and then you throw peanuts onto that and then you have your Snickers. So why not just, you know, why not order the thing with everything rather than than cheat yourself out of mouth experiences?
0: I understand what you're saying. Unfortunately, none of those made the list, but I understand what you're saying. Okay, all right. Academically. Academically.
1: All right. Well, let's, let's keep going on your list, because I, I, I do feel like it's an eclectic list, and it's full of surprises. And at this point, my question th- that, uh, that you don't have to answer is if we're somehow going to find Necco wafers at some point.
0: That is so rude. And you know that that was rude of you.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. People don't listen to this show to hear conflict. This isn't Crossfire.
0: You bring me on here to roast me. You say, please come on the show. And then, boom, you're roasted. Oh, is NECO Wafers on this list? The worst of all?
1: Have you committed war crimes?
0: Yeah. Yeah. What kind of gotcha show is this?
1: (laughs) Is this a Jerry Springer of going to sleep?
0: Feels like it. I don't know how these people sleep with this on their conscience.
1: What's number five?
0: Yeah, but don't you want to know? Neco wafers. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's yeah. A big old Neco. One wafer. through
1: five is just five different Neco wafers.
0: Yeah, purple Neco <laughs> wafer, white Neco
1: yeah. wafer. They're perfect for you to choke on, Mo. Yeah,
0: yeah. I say, oh, here's some medicine. A Neco <laughs> wafer. Mm. All right, you want to know this? It's Twizzlers pull and peel. Okay.
1: Twizzlers what?
0: Pull and peel. Pull
1: and peel. Is this diff- this is different from regular Twizzlers?
0: What's going on?
1: What? Tell me all about it.
0: What? You don't know this, someone? I, <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't eat a lot of candy, so I, I, I mean, this is like you're. It's it's like you're introducing me to all these cool indie bands and i'm just bringing out my deaf leopard records so i I really need some education
0: john this has been this product has been on sale at walgreens for the last 12 years okay Okay?
1: i gotta get down there
0: on sale okay (laughs) they are given two for one twizzlers pull appeals consistently for 12 years
1: walk me through the verbs of the pull and the peel
0: Twizzards, pull and peel. Okay, it's a rope. Okay, it's based on the it's based on the on the object rope. Okay?
1: I've heard I've heard of rope.
0: Okay, so basically if rope were a candy, this is what they would be. Okay? This is a tribute to rope. Basically what's happened is they say, "What if what if you could take apart rope, which what is that? What's rope made of? Twine?"
1: Yeah, uh sisal uh, hemp fibers?
0: Yeah, so you're eating the sisal and hemp fibers. It's as if a children were taking apart the sisal. 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 And pulling it out, pulling it, peeling it apart from the rope, pulling the sisal, sisal, and eating the sisal, uh-huh. leaving the rope. Oh. You get, uh, I'd say, if you, nine chances to do this before the rope is gone.
1: Okay, okay. So it's, it, the joy in this is the, uh, the deconstruction.
0: Yeah, but also what they've done is they've taken licorice and they made it, they said, what if licorice was softer, mm. more pliable, stickier? Okay. And then those are the things that the, actually people have been writing in for decades asking for.
1: Is there any threat to the continuation of of this interview if I ask if you prefer Twizzlers over Red Vines?
0: No, I'm happy to answer any questions you have. All right.
1: Do you prefer Twizzlers over Red Vines?
0: No, I I think Red Vines are pretty awesome.
1: Okay. All right. You're not not an exclusionary thinker here. There's room in the Joe Firestone tent for many Red Candies.
0: Totally. No problem. I'll eat any... And, you know, my brother growing up, he wouldn't eat red M&M's like he was some kind of member of the band Nirvana or something. Uh-huh. But he was, he's still to this day, he's 40, he's 41, and he has a hard time eating red M&M's. Hmm. Is,
1: did he arrive at that decision on his own, or did he hear about the threat of red M&M's somewhere?
0: It's hard to say, but whatever he heard, I didn't hear at all because I've been eating those things all my whole life.
1: Hmm. Did he think that they tasted different because of the red dye?
0: He claimed they did.
1: Okay. All right. Well, more red M&Ms for for young Joe, then I suppose.
0: Yeah, still young, still young forever. That's what they say.
1: Because of all the candy, I bet. Sure. Yeah.
0: Who needs teeth when you have youth?
1: That's <laughs> that's that's the old saying. <laughs> That's what everybody understands. All right. <laughs> Caramel Cream at number 10. Number 9 is Almond Joy. 8 is Reese's Pieces. 7 is Charleston Chew. 6 is Jolly Rancher Chews. You like to chew. 5 is the Twizzler's Pull and Peel. And now we arrive at number 4.
0: Number
1: 4 Twix bar. Twix bar.
0: I'm sure you've heard of Twix
1: bars. I've heard of Twix. I've eaten Twix bars. I knew it. Yes. In fact, that, that's, a, that's a solid mainstream choice. I mean, just because it's a popular bar doesn't mean you're going to shun it. You're going to, you'll go mainstream when it's merited, it sounds like. Of course. Hmm. What did you think of the marketing campaign where they tried to make it seem like the left Twix was different somehow than the right Twix? I
0: did not like it. I thought that was besides the point. Yeah. Did you like that?
1: I didn't like it. Um, I thought it was, uh, was unnecessarily heady and thinky, and it got in the way of the chocolate and caramel and cookie crunch experience.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you was something a little more straightforward. What would you say?
1: I my campaign would be a Twix bar, and the slogan would be, "Here is a trick. Here is a Twix bar for you to eat." <laughs> and then it would just be film of somebody eating a Twix bar for 30 seconds for a commercial.
0: Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, I think that's pretty good. You, you obviously have a background in marketing. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've got an advertising mind. Yeah, how do you eat a Twix bar? What's your approach?
0: Uh, you, you know, I. What if I told you, and I don't do this, but what if I told you I just took, I opened it up, and I ate it, f- whole, right? Like. Okay, so like I treated the two yeah as one. Oh, what if I did? That would be some wicked stuff, you know? Wow,
1: that would be. What about? I, I think that's like how a a pirate or uh, somebody who is on a rowing crew would would eat it. Like somebody very uh, very strong and forceful.
0: I only had one job where I was like this, like, the, I had one job where I was running around the whole day, mm-hmm. and I've never worked, like, other jobs, like, even, like, food service, I would eat, I would eat a lot, Yeah, like, of the food I was serving. Sure. So, like, there was, a, like, lots of time to eat, but this one job, it was in an office, and then there was no time to eat, uh-huh. and I remember eating things like that, Say, let me just get the two Twix bars at once, going for that kind of thing.
1: I had a very busy job in a toy store at, and I was temporary help for the Christmas season. And we kept the candy in the closet in the, in the, with the backup items, you know, things that were going to be moving a lot. We kept the backups in the closet so we could restock quickly from the floor, but we kept the candy in there. And sometimes when I got too stressed, I would go in the closet and turn out the lights and eat the candy. And it made all the customers go away for just a little while. And I don't think I cried. But whenever I tell the story to my children, they insist that at one point I've told them the story and said that I would go in the closet and eat candy and cry.
0: (laughs) That's a really good story. It was probably the best story I've heard in a really long time.
1: (laughs) And... When Christmas was over, they said, are you interested in working here past Christmas? And I said, no, I'm really not. I don't think it's sustainable. So, wow. So what's number three?
0: Okay, number three is Raisinets.
1: Raisinets. Available not just in movie theaters... But probably at Walgreens as well.
0: Oh, yeah. They got them at Walgreens. Raisinets are awesome. And those who don't think so are just, you it's just not, you just haven't had it. You just haven't had it.
1: Tell me what you love about the Raisinet.
0: I don't even know where to start. Okay. Basically, you you hear that sound. Of the kind of dull chocolate bouncing against the cardboard box. Mm. You hear that sound? Yep. Already you're thinking, I'm hungry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right? It's like sweet maracas.
0: Yeah. And so that sound is awesome, first of all. Secondly, then you open them up. And they're just, basically, it's like, it's a li- like that same waxy chocolate mm-hmm. that is like, kind of like a whoa, what's this raisin doing in here? It it's I think it's it's the shape is always different because raisins they will be different shapes no matter what. Sure. Okay? It's basically an awesome candy. Mm. And I'll say this. When I was growing up, when we were kids, do you know do you remember the Peter Pan starring Mary Martin? Yes. So when you bought that VHS, you could mail in and get a free bag of Raisinets.
1: Oh. And and enjoy those with the movie. If you can wait, I mean, I guess then you watch the movie again. You watch the movie probably several times.
0: Mm-hmm. But I remember one time, the one time we could cash in on it, when my friend cashed in on his Mary Martin VHS Raisinets. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. Oh.
1: Because you've earned them by that point. You've sent away and you've waited for the U.S. Postal Service to deliver you your treat. Mm -hmm. You've mentioned a few things that I I know are sold in movie theaters here. Um, Mm. When you go to the movie theater, what do you order from the candy counter, if anything?
0: Here's the thing is that basically I'm going with these people that are, you know, they're not... They're close-minded.
1: Not candy folk.
0: They don't see... They're just not open to new experiences. And a lot of these, I suggest, they say no, no, no. And so a lot of times, if I go with somebody, you know, and we get a popcorn or whatever, they... It's almost always going to be peanut M&Ms. That's what people want. That's what I say. Oh, fine. Okay. If you want that, but... Sometimes I can convince somebody to get Reese's Pieces, but the rest of them is a lost cause.
1: How about this? You get the popcorn, you get the peanut M&Ms, you open the peanut M&Ms, you dump them into the popcorn where they can intermingle with the salt and the butter.
0: Would you believe that I did did that for the first time two weeks ago? Really? Yeah. How was it? Awesome, definitely, definitely awesome.
1: Also works with Milk Duds.
0: Well, funny you should mention that. Mm. Because Milk Duds is number two.
1: (laughs) That is fantastic news. The Duds.
0: Nobody likes the Duds. Not one person I've ever met likes the Duds.
1: (laughs) But you love the Duds. Tell me
0: why. Tell me why.
1: I think... I think it's the disappointment that's built into the name duds. It's like calling them milk disappointments. What? Well, duds is like you have fireworks and some of them explode and some of them just fizzle out and those are called your duds. And and I think that's that's the association maybe people make with milk duds. Also they're their project like chewing those things that's that's some mouthwork that you've got in store for you, and I agree with you that the labor is worth it, but, uh, but I think there might be, I think there might be some reticence on people's part. I'm not saying there should be.
0: I understand.
1: But I'm saying there might be. Tell me what you love about milk duds.
0: I think the name is awesome.: Okay.: Sit. OK. listen. I'm not trying to think about failed milk. No. I'm just uh, together though. Milk duds. What kind of, uh, what kind of heavenly treat? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Secondly, the texture is awesome. Thirdly, the flavor is good. Okay, and I just feel like this—it's such a good. Obviously, it's a hit. Yeah. I haven't met one person who thinks that way. But they do c- continue to be on sale, so are you know available for purchase. So somebody must be eating them,
1: right? Right. Besides me. The um, there's a store near my house, Oxendale's grocery store. It's one of these sort of small Midwestern grocery stores, and they have for a dollar and a half you could get milk duds or dots. Now I often choose mm-hmm. the dots, but uh, I. I could choose the milk duds and really the price point is so attractive to me. I tell my kids if you're going to make dots available for a buck and a half, dad's got to buy some dots or duds dots or duds It's very appealing
0: yeah I can't do milk I can't do those dots can't. I can't do those anymore
1: no why <laughs> anymore Was there an incident?
0: Something happens with these dots. I don't know what happens I can't I can't manage to get them into this I can't manage to get them into the swallowing area.
1: <laughs> I can't they can't get to the payload.
0: I just can't I just can't get down. I I keep chewing them and they just store all the way around my mouth and they just stay there.
1: <laughs> I can't get to the, the right part of town, the right part of mouth town.
0: They're two. Yeah, the two. They can't get there. So they're. It's not work. It's not worth it for me. Oh. If I gotta, if I gotta put, if I gotta put my, I gotta get them out of there, or something. What am I gonna do?
1: What are you gonna do? All right. The time has come. We've got number ten caramel cream. Number nine almond joy. Number eight Reese's Pieces. Number seven Charleston Chew. Six is Jolly Rancher chews. Five is Twizzler's Pull and Peel. Four, the Twix Bar. Three, the Raisinettes. Two, the Milk Duds. Joe Firestone, what is your number one candy?
0: Tootsie Pop Brown, Tootsie Pop Dark Red, Tootsie Pop Purple.
1: <laughs> it's a three way tie. Mm-hmm. Tell me why this is the top.
0: It's basically everything you want in a candy. Mm. Basically, they're like, what if you wanted something, a hard candy? Okay, something something to last. Yeah. Okay? You say, no problem, here's your Tootsie Pop. I say, what if you want something chewy, kind of chocolatey? No problem, here's your Tootsie Pop. Yeah. Is it going to get sharp? Is it going to hurt me, like a blow pop? Is it going to hurt? I said, no, no, not a Tootsie Pop won't hurt, you know?
1: You're going to be fine. I say what? what...
0: He said, what kind of flavors would you like? I said, actually, I want good ones. And then he said, well, we got three of those.
1: <laughs> and you might say, well, I, I don't have a lot of money. I'm not, I'm not a Rockefeller here. And Tootsie Pop has you covered on those as well because they're, they're pretty affordable.
0: They are. They definitely are. I haven't bought a single one in a long time, but the last time I did, it was 25 cents. I'm sure with inflation, it's probably up to 45, but still. That's pretty good. That's
1: pretty good. Do you buy them by the bag?
0: Sure. Sure, I do. And I love them. Okay. You know, the other day I went to a party. Sure. Brought a bag, bought a a bag, brought a bag, brought a bag of Tootsie Pops.
1: Uh Uh-huh.
0: Do you think I was popular? I think
1: you were popular.
0: Of course I was. People wanted to have a Tootsie Pop. And I gave it to them.
1: I have to ask, given the advertising campaign... Do you know how many licks you'd take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop?
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Okay. Good. Do you care to share that number? I
0: can't. I can't tell you. Okay.
1: It's personal? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, there's our list. Number ten is caramel cream. 9 Almond Joy, 8 Reese's Pieces, 7 Charleston Chew, 6 Jolly Rancher Chews, plural, 5 Twizzlers Pull & Peel, 4 Twix Bar, 3 Raisinets, 2 Milk Duds, 1 Tootsie Pop Brown, Tootsie Pop Dark Red, and Tootsie Pop Purple. That's correct. After enumerating those 10 items, which do you have the biggest hankering for at present?
0: Okay, well, I know what I want, and I'm curious if you have the same answer. All right.
1: For me, it's the raisinettes. Ah! Whoa. Yeah.
0: That's great to hear. That's awesome to hear.
1: I'm a raisin enthusiast. When I have my raisin brand crunch, I put extra raisins on the raisin brand crunch. And I live my life with the knowledge that although I've never had raisins on pizza, I know that it's going to happen eventually. So the idea of, you know, just even looking at my list here, seeing the word raisin as part of Raisinettes, it's very appealing to me. What about you?
0: Milk dud. The
1: dud. I want
0: the dud. You want the dud. Oh,
1: have you tr- and have you tried those in the popcorn yet
0: no I can't even imagine I can't even imagine what you you need a glove
1: yeah it's waxy it gets a little waxy in there <laughs> but it's
0: I'm prepared I could do it you know I've eaten in those dine in movie theaters before I know what happens you yeah
1: know? <laughs> it could be an Alamo draft house situation yeah I think which of these Top 10 candies are in your home right now.
0: Right now, I got three of those in my house. Which ones? Jelly rancher Chews. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Milk Duds. Nice. And Toasty
1: Pop. Oh, excellent work. Thanks. I've been interviewing people into microphones for over 20 years. This is one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I just find it so delightful. It's been so much fun.
0: Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Joe
1: Firestone, thank you for sleeping with us, and good night. Good night. Well, sleepyheads, I hope you enjoyed learning about Joe Firestone's top ten candies as much as I did. You know, one thing I like to do at the end of my day is make a mental catalog of things that I experienced and or learned. And so, if you don't mind, I'm going to put together a list of takeaways from my conversation with Joe Firestone right now while it's fresh in my mind. Number one, Joe Firestone's molars resemble orzo on account of the grinding at night. 2. Caramel creams go back to 1702, probably. 3. Almond Joy is the only candy that can be the official candy of sleeping with celebrities. They're like little beds. 4. Charleston Chews are coated in a coating and come in chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. 5 Never ask a candy lover if they like Necco wafers. You're not ready for that kind of trouble. And 6 Twizzlers is based on rope. Okay. Ha. Uh. I'm going to turn in myself. Thank you for sleeping with me and Joe Firestone. You can follow Sleeping With Celebrities on Twitter and TikTok using the handle at sleepwithcelebs. Our Instagram, the handle is at sleepwcelebs. Our email is sleepwithcelebs at maximumfun.org. Music is provided by The Winter Bowers. Social media assistance by Charlie Moe. This show was senior produced and edited by Laura Swisher. Swish. And this is a production of Maximum Fun and Papa Chick. I'm John Moe. Night Night. Maximum Fun, a worker-owned network of artist-owned shows. Supported directly by you.